Welcome to episode 138 of KapowCast. See, I thought it was 139. No, I had I had to pull it up on SoundCloud and double check, but <laughs> I'm right. I and named the, the, the file wrong, so I have to rename it after we're done. <laughs> I am Mike, and joining me today is Tony Vance. Hi. No, Jeff Jefferson. He is indisposed. He's prostituting. I was going to say at work, but you're not far off. <laughs> today, we are going to review, finally, the first episode of Titans from the DC Universe app. And it's going to be an interesting one. I have some I have some thoughts, as I'm sure you do as well. I do. I have some thoughts, for sure. Um, but first, there is some news to discuss, I think, maybe? What did we have? Yeah, it wasn't there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember you mentioned some stuff, and like a fool, I have already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rumor around town is that uh, Netflix also has Daredevil on oh, the chopping block. Oh, that's right. I mean, oh, like it's like a continuation of next week, or yeah. of last week, is... Yeah. After we talked about uh, Iron Fist getting canceled, mere days later they talked about, or they didn't talk about, they announced that they would be canceling Luke Cage as well, yep. which I was particularly shocked about that one because I thought that one was well-received by most people. Like, Iron Fist, I wasn't super shocked about because I know of the series, that one was probably... It was the weakest link. One of the sure. weakest links. And But when they announced Luke Cage, I was like, okay, this is... That's weird. I, that came out of left field. Uh, for I, me, at least. After last week, because I, I hadn't watched any of season two of... Uh, Iron Fist, and I started watching season two of Iron Fist, but then they released season three of Daredevil, and I binged season three of Daredevil, which, if you haven't watched it yet, like, it's one of the most captivating seasons yet of all of them. Bullseye in it now. Yeah, and it was really good. (laughs) Like, no spoilers, uh, but from what I've I've gathered, he has the, like, Daredevil costume. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm assuming there's a story behind it all. Yeah, yeah, of course there is, and uh, it it really kind of utilizes the uh, the Kingpin character and really makes him flourish into what like, I guess me and you would know as mm-hmm. the Kingpin, which was really cool. Like I said, from like, it started out at the beginning, obviously playing catch up, but then about episode three or four, the accelerator was slammed to the floor and it didn't stop. And mm-hmm. it just, it was, it was maddening. Like, I remember, I remember just sitting there and like episode after episode after episode, I didn't stop. I was just like, how many episodes are there? Okay. There's like 14. That's like seven more. I can do this. <laughs> um, so after I got done with Daredevil, I watched uh, season two of Iron Fist. Because I'm interested as to where they went with it. And as per season one to season two, season two was by far like just way more entertaining. Uh-huh. It, 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 it didn't deal so much into the, you know, I got past the origin stuff. and like Which with, is always the hardest. Yeah. With Danny Rand and the origin of Iron Fist, it's, it's already like kind of a, a boring storyline for most people because it deals with, uh, you know, Japanese fighting culture and uh, self-discipline, et cetera, and et cetera, which like I... I will hand it to most people like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a boring topic for me. I have like, was it like 10 years background in karate? So really? I'll, yeah, I, I have know that <laughs> I have from like five or from four to 14. I think I was in karate. And so I find it all very, uh, very interesting. It, 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 I can relate and I understand what they're saying and with all the other shit with the, the, the mojo dojo of it all. Um, but I after seeing the second season, I just I don't understand why to cancel it. Well, other than being the weakest link. And I don't know how the whole um ratings works with streaming yeah that's that's what i'm confused about and like you mentioned that there's rumors of of daredevil i would think they would cancel announce jessica jones being canceled yeah before daredevil or even i don't know if there was plans for a second punisher season or even that yeah well i mean i don't understand why any of them are getting canceled other than Um, i have the theory and i've seen it all over online that the licensing it was just too much like to to license it out from so that brings me to the next point like i wouldn't say that these shows are for sure dead Right. Forever. Yeah. Because you do have the Disney streaming service coming over. 
whether or not that's something that they would be interested in picking up or doing. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about it here. DC's already, they have their original shows and budget wise, it looks like the budget for that show is pretty, pretty it looks high. Good. Yeah, it looks good. Um, it looks very, very, very cinematic, which is cool. I, I could I could definitely see them like picking up like a Daredevil or a Jessica Jones, even Luke Cage. I mean, I, I could see them picking up all of them potentially. It just seems like so very strange that these shows that had a decent fan base almost out of nowhere are getting the axe and rumors of them getting the axe. It's, it seems like when Daredevil came out, like that like set the uh, the streaming and the TV and set the world on fire kind of when it comes to yeah. superhero TV shows because... It was so different, and it just it, like I said, it seems very left field for them to start canceling all this stuff when we're almost probably like a year out from Disney streaming service coming up. That's exactly what I was saying. We're like what, a couple months away from 2019, which is going to be the launch year, yeah, for that streaming service. I <laughs> I had my own little kind of like a uh, evil moment. I was sitting there and I was thinking about the cancellations and like what is to come of these shows that, like you said, were very the fan base was like kind of applauding, mm-hmm. and I thought it'd be so funny. That like out of nowhere, because the origins are out of the way, you have some of the background, all of a sudden they take these characters and start throwing them in, into the MCU. Yeah. And then I go, <laughs> Jeff and Mike would have to play catch up. We would. <laughs> the other thing you want to talk about was the announced cancellation of, uh, more canceling, of the uh, Boba Fett standalone Star Wars movie, which yeah. is like the one movie, Star Wars movie like you were really excited for. <laughs> and like apparently like from what I had seen, like this movie would focus on Boba Fett and the other bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back. And uh-huh. I'm like, well, now I want to see that. <laughs> I didn't yeah. want to see young Han Solo, but I want to see that. We can all thank young Han Solo for this. It's a combination of that and that coming out so like close because that came out in May. So, so six months after The Last Jedi uh-huh. and people were still really sour about that yeah. and didn't have time to recoup. And people already weren't on board with the idea of young Han Solo mm-hmm. um, and recasting and all that other stuff. And then you had the production woes, changing directors like mid film. That didn't help anything. But... I mean, there is a silver lining in this in that it, it does it does seem like Disney Lucasfilm kind of like stepped back and went, oh, shit. OK, we got to cool this. Yeah. Like it did make them. It does show that they like, OK, they realize that you can't just pump out Star Wars movies every six year, months. For six months and, and people will just go see it just because it's Star Wars. The only the only property so far that's been able to do that is Marvel. Right. That's the only film franchise that's been able to stand on that groundwork of like, let's go. Look, we can have Black Panther come out in February and then have Infinity War come out in like April. <laughs> I th- but I think it, then again, it's not like this uh, holy grail of a series where like if, if Star Wars was a new thing, if they if the first three just came out, you know, in the past well, couple of years and then they went and did a new solo yeah. movie, I don't think it would have been such a big deal. Well, I mean, but just look at when Force Awakens came out, like it was the first new Star Wars movie since uh, whatever the 2005. Yeah. I'm not counting that like animated Clone Wars one, but uh, it was like the first ones and people went crazy for it, like because it was a new Star Wars and then the next year we had Rogue One. It's like, okay, another, you know, this is kind of different. And the yeah. next year we had Last Jedi. And people were kind of burnt by that. And then you have Solo. It's like, okay, well, well now it's it's not, it doesn't feel as special. Because Star Wars, it was never a franchise that came out every year. Yeah. You know, it, it, it wasn't, wasn't a, like, it, was, it wasn't a rapid fire kind of franchise. Yeah, it kind of would, where some of the excitement came was the, the lag between the vag. <laughs> 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 that, that time you have to wait is what makes it good. Yeah, no, especially with Star Wars. The anticipation. <laughs> I mean, I think that's why the prequels were as well received as, you know, they were. I think if they were to be rapid fired, everybody would fucking burn George Lucas at the stake. Yeah. I mean, Marvel, the only reason Marvel has been able to capitalize and get away with that is because their movies are 
there's there's still certain movies that are still standalone. Like Ant Man is not the same kind of movie as yeah. Infinity War. Right. They all have this. Uh, it's not the same kind of movie as Black Panther. They're different. They have different like a different kind tones. of uh, tone. Yeah. Or or a different kind of like a subgenre. Yeah. Star Wars. It's still Star Wars. Like mm-hmm. Rogue One is still Star Wars. Yeah. Like it still has the same feeling. Same same music. Yeah. Same. God damn it. The same shots. Yeah. Everything uses the same shots. And, same same transitions. And uh, like Solo. Like I, you didn't see Solo. No. I did and. And there was, there's certain things in there where you're just like, God, that's such like, you know, it's such blatant, uh, fan service. Oh, you know, and then that kind of burns me on that a little bit, but you know, I mean, I was all for, I mean, I'm still, all, you know, I'm not against, you know, doing standalone movies, but do them and make them feel different. Yeah. Like different the Boba Fett movie. Like, okay, that's a movie people wanted to see. Right. That's not a light, you know, it's a character that you can put a helmet on and it doesn't matter who's, you know, not to mention everybody's wanted that since yeah. the eighties. So. Yeah. That's like the one thing people want. And, and I'm still uh, on board with doing like the old, uh, you know, Obi-Wan coming out of, you know, hiding to save a small town on Tatooine, like <laughs> like an old Western or like the last samurai sort of deal, like uh-huh. something like that, like something that isn't a big grandiose space battle that has CGI all over. No, you just fucking build some sets and bam, do it like that. I feel like I've asked this before because I know that hasn't got this is not the first time that's gotten brought up, but doesn't he come out of hiding when, when a new hope starts? Like kind of like they already know about him. Cause Luke even says like, Oh, maybe I wonder if he means old Ben on the, mm, yeah. you know, but I mean, it would, it would, you know, I don't know. It's just, like I said, I mean, it just shows like Ben Kenobi, like cooking eggs in the morning, yes. drinking blue milk. Just a day in the life of old Ben. <laughs> Stops by the farm, checks up on little Luke. <laughs> With binoculars. Thank you for being a friend. All right, he's good. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> he's talking to Anakin the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> the ghost of Anakin. <laughs> he would still be alive. <laughs> Plot hole. Um, but, uh, it's good. I mean, it sucks that we they had to learn the lesson and had to cancel the one movie that people wanted to see. But at the same time, I'm like, well, at least they, they learned their lesson. You're pulling a Bla- Bradley Cooper right now. Oh, yep. All silver linings playbook over there. How so? You're looking at the silver lining of it. Oh yeah. I might have to break that down. I don't know. I got to ruin my jokes. Sorry. It's take it's my flame much. and you snuff it. You snuff it. And you snuff it. Sorry, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Ho hum. It's not. Uh, which, oh, that was the other thing we were going to talk about. We completely we forgot. What's that? The uh, up production of. Uh, oh yeah, the that was crazy. The uh, animated series Blu-ray, which I didn't even know they were doing like a limited running of. I think like. 3,000 or 10,000 or something like this that. This was the deluxe yeah. one that comes with the uh, Funkos. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they, I didn't know that. And it was apparently it was sold out on Amazon in that. And uh, the other day they announced that they upped the production to 70,000. Yeah. What was it at before? 50? I, I think it was much lower than that. Really? I, like I said, I think it might have been like 30 or something like that. But apparently like the demand was just so much. And I know for me personally, I, I, I'm a little weird when it comes to those collector sets mm-hmm. just because you sometimes end up with stuff where you're like, well, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Yeah. You know, and I was kind of waiting to see if they had a regular version available. Like and without the fun. Yeah. It was just straight Blu-ray. Yeah. Just like the Blu-rays and they never announced anything. So I was like, well, I mean, and then Amazon had it on sale and I was like, well, fuck it. I guess I'm going to just order it. <laughs> How much did you get it for on sale? Oh, fuck. I forget. I want to say it was like around 80. Shit. Um, and then like a week or two ago, they announced that they were starting to sell. They're going to be selling regular versions. Which I almost went and canceled it because I was like, well, but the regular version ended up being just as much as what I was getting. No. The price was pretty much the same. I was like, well, there's no fucking point to that. Okay. Yeah, whatever. But um, just another sign that that show is still fucking going strong. I think it's one of the most like critically acclaimed uh, animation series of like the past like, I have two decades. yet to find any YouTube video list or anything uh, speaking of it in negative light, which is yeah. 
very amazing in the internet age, which I, I guarantee you I could I could probably Google something and find people talking shit about it or yeah, how much they course. hate it. Negativity sells. So. But other than that, like, I'm like, nope. Like, it, it it's for so many of us, you, me, um, Jeff, probably, you know, John, you know, for so many of us, that is Batman. Like, yeah. It's like you a, have you have the eighty nine stuff like the movies like those are fine but no this is like Batman like, this, I would say that this is a safe safe assumption to say that um, Kevin Conroy was our Batman growing up as like, Adam West, West was, was our parents many people yeah, yes for sure exactly um, but yeah Titans we talked about superhero TV shows and and all that we sat and watched Titans the exclusive first original show the pilot from uh, the DC Universe app this was interesting it shot very well. It's very, very cinematographer, cinematographic, Cinem- <laughs> cinematic. Yes, very cinematic. Uh, in comparison to things like The Flash, or it's even—I would say that it's even more cinematic than the Netflix Marvel shows. Mm-hmm. And those, I thought, looked very well done. If you're gonna watch it, I would recommend watching it maybe late in the afternoon, in the evening. Turn the lights off because it's a very dark, <laughs> dark show. Like there's certain points where we were watching it, and you almost couldn't see what was happening on yeah. screen because it was so dark. I even asked Mike because. Uh, our setup is using his old TV, and I asked him what year he bought his LCD TV. So I, I was wondering if it was the TV or if it was actually this dark. Uh, I'm playing. I'll probably rewatch the pilot on something else just to see. Yeah, because it is. It is super duper dark. Mm-hmm. Like there was points where I was squinting. not tonally, but no, like like <laughs> like it was dark. There was lots of black. Also tone wise, it also is dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but what that was refreshing, and I, I think I was trying to think of why it was refreshing, and uh, the only thing I can come up with is. The years and years of like Teen Titans Go, and then it just went like completely like it's, completely south, and it's like dark and super duper gritty, which I never had a problem with. Uh, I completely forgot that the whole show is taking place in in our own backyard. Yeah, which Detroit, is Michigan, weird. and then they had uh, uh, what was the other one on there? Uh, Traverse City, Traverse City, uh, where Ravens from, and uh, then we kind of bounced to Ohio, which you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it smells like corn and manure and uh vienna it's, austria yeah that was that's that was a long out, ways from it's completely out of left field uh the actor playing i don't know any of the actors or actresses names so please forgive me i guess we could potentially pull out our smartphones and look this up but why would we do that when we can say that one guy that played that dude that guy with the comb over yeah police cop number three. Oh, these aren't easy names oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh shit they got to butcher names. All right. That's fine. That's fine, baby. Oh, yeah. Brenton. Thout. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> the dude that plays Dick Grayson, <laughs> he he was he looks the part. He did pretty well. Yeah. His, his hair transition between Dick and Robin was really cool. <laughs> it, it was almost like I could see him like putting on the costume and then like doing like a messy like, bang oh, style. They'll never recognize me. <laughs> Which uh, the costume. What do you think of the costume? I thought the costume. The was costume really looks awesome. very awesome. It's very uh, reminds me very much of a, like Arkham. Yeah. Arkham games. Yeah. Which I'm OK with like it. It takes the suit and it puts it in a it honors the suit's legacy while also bringing it to a modern mm-hmm. take and it's, it's all it all looked almost armor plated especially yeah. when it, there's a scene where it's all broken apart and, he, and he's cleaning. cleaning it which is really cool like that's i, I said that when we were watching you don't have Alfred to do it anymore yeah like it's an aspect you do not see in anything like you don't see like the aftermath of like wait a minute he just had blood all of his shit and now it's all cleaned up again but like you see dick washing it like in his apartment in the sink i'm like this is cool like this is this is something that i can like get pumped about when they when they show those little hour and a half of of robin washing his clothes (laughs) just detail washing it like army style (laughs) you gotta get your fingernail under the the paper towel and and do it like one of these (laughs) circular motions you don't want to do up and down that'll Uh, scratch it (laughs) nope 
the other there's we really only get introduction to like three characters in it. Yeah. Uh the other ones being Raven and Starfire. I'm not sure what the fuck's going on with Starfire. She almost looks like she was like a hooker or something. Yeah, that, like, that was I the feeling I was getting. Cause, which is funny because of like all the shit that was said online when her picture first yeah. uh, came up. Like, she, oh, guess what? You were right, bitches. <laughs> she like comes because you're introduced to her. Like, she wakes up from a car accident. She apparently has no memory. Amnesia. Yes. And so you also are like, okay, what's going on? And she also is like, what's going on? So you're learning together, I guess. <laughs> it's like Dora the Explorer. Swiper, no, no swiping. Nobody knows where the fuck we're going. We're just going to follow this map. <laughs> that was um, definitely the most, uh, I don't want to say uninteresting, but like, just kind of like, well, I don't really know what's going on here. Like, I found the the Robin Raven story a little bit more intriguing just because it had that more like, supernatural vibe. But I will say when, uh, spoilers, by the way, when, when, when Starfire like uses her powers and turns that one guy to ash and he yeah. just crumbles, I was like, okay, that was fucking cool. And the, the eyes glow green. Yeah. Like it was like, it was like straight off the page. The yeah. colors and everything were like spot on. Yeah. That green is the same green that was on the page. That, that, that orange, like her skin was radiating that orange, yeah. same orange that is on the page. And that's, it looked awesome. Oh, it was so cool. I was a hundred percent on board with that. I was like, okay, this is what happens when like people take their own product and do stuff with it. Yes. Yeah. Like there's this weird kind of like a um, freedom of creative control, but then you get these hints of like things that are just so keen on, on, on the uh, actual, actual subject matter. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm, I'm very curious to see where her story ends up and how she ends up. Cause we find out that she finds a picture of Raven's character, which you're like, okay, well that's going to lead her to yeah going to Detroit and like, well, hopefully, well, I mean, yeah, I guess she would either go to Traverse City or Detroit, right? Because yeah. I don't think she would know where Dick and Raven are heading in that uh, yeah. Porsche. I think it was That's a Porsche. true. Cause, um, and Raven's, Raven's like the first character introduced to. Like, she clearly has some issues. <laughs> well, I, I would say that's safe to say going into watching this. Like, if you have an idea of uh, the Raven character, like, there's there's no way around it. That this was the way they were going to go with it. Like, I, I don't think there's any other way to do a Raven introduction besides something like this. Yeah. Uh, just because... You don't like if it's like watching sitting down watching the Judas con, uh, contract or even um, Teen Titans versus Justice League. Uh, you get this kind of weird hint of Raven and her background, but like doing it like this, it will kind of cement uh, the inner struggle that Raven always goes through with fighting her dark side yeah. and her her you know her natural calling, as it's called, her true calling, her true calling. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's a that, that's the perfect way to put it. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I mean, it, the show is pretty violent. Yeah. Like, uh, once again, you know, spoilers, you know, you get within the first like five, 10 minutes, Raven's mom, trying to store his fingers, mom, uh, like gets her head blown in. And we were just like, whoa, shit, yeah. they went there. And then that whole scene of Robin taking out like all the thugs and all that. Oh, man, that which was I, good. Which I thought was actually kind of funny because like at first he shows up and they're like, well, fuck this guy. But where's Batman? Shit, where's Batman? Like, <laughs> like we're not really worried about him. But he turns, he turns out to be just as ruthless. Yeah, I think the there was a little while ago where we were talking about something in one of the news segments and you brought up the whole fuck Batman and what somebody from DC said about it. And I don't know if it was misquoted, but that was not how I felt it was. Like I, he, he goes into this whole synopsis of why he leaves Gotham and basically it's, um, he was becoming too much like Batman mm-hmm. and he didn't want that where I believe the quote said something along the lines of Batman became a killer. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's still too soon to tell maybe that it goes a little bit more in detail later on, but like, this what what I seen in this one episode fits a little bit more with like the the generic uh, Batman's a badass and he pumbles. Um, this was uh, there the was criminal. some particularly brutal moments. Yeah, uh, the two that stuck out to me is when he like punches a guy like against the wall and then he grabs his face and just like 
grinds it against the brick wall. Yeah. It's just and it just streaks blood. I'm like, I was like, ah, yeah. And then uh, the other part <laughs> where he like uh, the main person he's going at, he he breaks the car window and pulls his head and like presses it on the yeah. edge of the broken glass. Like I'm just like, oh my god, that's like dick, dick move. <laughs> <It's a> dick <laughs> move. <laughs> uh, the sidekick to the side of the leg and snapping the femur. Mm-hmm. That was the one that I was like, oh, like that was the one that kind of made me cringe the most. Um, I, I think it just comes back to the fact of like hitting your shin on things yeah. and knowing how painful that is. The femur is actually the most uh, structurally sound bone in the body. So it's the hardest to break. So having that little bit of information in your brain, when you see this, you know, that has to be painful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this is this is the kind of stuff that I've waited years for, like these brutal beatings, because like I always write comics, especially when I got into my preteen and teenage years. Um, the, even the comics are very kind of dialed down, like to where like you see the aftermath of all these uh, times where Batman is beating the crap out of these criminals and everything like that. But none of them are really that badly beaten up. Well, like this, this was like kind of what I always pictured that he was doing. Yeah. Would have been the actual outcome well, of the fight with uh, Batman. Kind of like the uh, the fighting mechanics in like the Arkham games. Yeah. Where like. He doesn't kill them, but he hurts them really fucking bad. <laughs> really, really bad. Breaks their legs, their arms, you know, their yeah. collarbones, just like basically immobilizes them almost entirely. And I'm kind of glad it's coming into that. Um, I know a lot of people are still, you know, gruelly upset with the factor of how gruesome the, the fight scenes are. But like there's only one way to stop a, a maniac or even a you know severe criminal that's like fighting for his life. And that's to incapacitate him. Yeah. Or he's just going to keep coming at you. I mean, to think otherwise, you're naive. So no, like, if there was if there was somebody like a Batman doing this for real, yeah, I'm imagining that that's what he would probably do. 120 percent agree with you. He wouldn't and just that's you know, what I'm gonna do. He I mean, <laughs> he wouldn't just like punch him in the head and yeah, yeah, a little flick in the temple and then you know the yeah. down with a headache. No, oh like, Batman, you dick. <laughs> oh Indian burn. <laughs> um, but you know I will say um, we I mean I've talked about numerous times how I'm not the biggest fan of the superhero TV show genre. Yeah. Just very hard for me to get into. Um, but this kind of gripped me in a little bit where I was like, I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, I might actually try to check out the next couple episodes and see where this goes. Like I, I wasn't completely, uh, I, th- I think it, to me personally, the show uh, pace wise, it kicked off pretty quick. Yeah. And I think part of that is, is it didn't start off with a slow episode, like, you know, uh, going into the past of a character. Uh, uh-huh. Um, not to say that I don't know that that's not going to happen. I mean, you could have like a random episode in the season where suddenly you're getting like a history of how Starfire ended up where she was at from there to there, but they could, they could pull the, the arrow thing again, just random flashbacks. Oh yeah. Yeah. They could do that as well, <laughs> but I wasn't, I didn't hate it. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. I'm more interested. Safely curious. Safely curious. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sold, but I'm not opposed to this and I want to check out more. Okay. We'll give it a couple episodes and see. I'm a little surprised, especially with it being a pilot. I knew what I was getting into when I sat down. Like, oh, this is going to be a 50 minute episode of like the introduction of characters. And like, personally, that's it's a really hard way to grab people. But like you said, the acceleration is people that already know the characters backgrounds. Yeah, that's the yeah, that was the other thing is that like this app is obviously targeted towards comic book readers, comic book fans and all the all that uh, generalized. So like point. we we really don't we go into the to watch this and we we have a good roundabout uh understanding of what the characters are or who the characters are in this in this series and so it doesn't really have to be fully explained i think they did a really really great job of that and like you said like the the acceleration from zero seconds to like the first like five minutes Mm -hmm. was like hella fast yeah but i mean they followed the numero uno rule of marketing like you have 
roughly about 30 seconds to a minute to capture somebody's attention. Yeah. If you can't do it in 30 seconds to a minute, they're gone. They're changing the channel. They're, you know, they're doing whatever they're swiping through their phone on Tinder. Who knows? But they, they did it. I mean, I was gripped through the whole thing. I don't know if I, I think I looked at my phone once, but other than that, like I was pretty well intentive. And this is also coming from a guy that I got off of work at six 30, went home, slept for roughly about a half an hour and then came over here. So I still have yet to go to bed and we're approaching 24 hours with no sleep. And uh-huh. I was able to stay up and not, kind of zone out like I do a lot of the times with the movies and everything. I would say, uh, I mean, 100% check it out. I mean, DC Universe app, um, I have my complaints about it, but if you're able to, you know, get it on your computer or put it on your phone, stream it to your TV or whatever. If you have a Roku, you can get it on that too. Yeah, <laughs> check it out and just, I mean... Seven day free trial. Seven day free trial. You have nothing to lose. If you don't like it, you just cancel it. And if you get bored of Titans, you can go and watch the old animated Batman show in HD, which uh, that's probably what I'm going to be doing with my seven day trial. My Blu-rays are arriving Shut tomorrow as of this recording. <laughs> <laughs> we do get a little a little tail end of uh, Beast Boy. Yeah. Which that character I'm very concerned about just because he requires a lot of CG. Uh-huh. You know yeah. what I'm hoping for? Uh, and it almost seemed like we got it. I'm sorry to interrupt you, by the way. Um, <laughs> it almost looked like we got a little hint of it before, but uh, American Werewolf in London or The Howling mm-hmm. uh, from the 70s. Yeah. Uh, the Transformation. Uh, portion yeah that, that that amazing shot that's done with all like uh actual graphic makeup yeah. and things of that nature i hope we see a transformation like that even if it is in cgi you know the, like very painful like jaw separating uh <laughs> transformation like a, maybe like a backstory yeah you know, an episode know. with him i can i can honestly say sitting here that like i don't know much about beast boy but i love him as a character mm-hmm. which is weird because usually if i don't know anything about the backstory of, of a character i don't care too much about them which I'm like, I think of the polar opposite from you and Jeff. <laughs> they did a smart move introducing him and having it be in dark setting. Mm-hmm. I like saw it. I was like, I know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> they're hiding the CGI. They're hiding the CGI. <laughs> and I applaud them for it. Yep. But I mean, that's going to be something they're going to have to. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure they're, they're going to have to address it in, in a lighted situation at yeah. some point. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think that it'll make or break the show. Like I'm, I'm expecting it to look bad. Mm-hmm. Like, um, even when I was watching like uh, The Walking Dead, like when they had the tiger on there, like the CGI and the tiger looked really bad. Did it? And then there was the the season one explosion yeah. at the end, and that looked really <laughs> bad. That was like made for TV movie bad, <laughs> like Life- sci-fi original. <laughs> no, Lifetime. I don't know how many explosions are in Lifetime movies, but <laughs> it was, was a couple. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was pretty rough. But I mean, I, I'm kind of expecting that. I mean, you kind of you have to, you know. You can't you can't be a super stickler about that stuff because it is a TV show. It's not yeah. a movie. It's not a full budget movie. You, you you have to be a little bit more lenient on stuff like that. Like if it was something done to like the production of like um, like an Infinity War or something like that, mm-hmm. then you can be a little bit more picky choosy. But, right. You know, you got to consider like you got to downgrade your expectations to where the show is. And I think a lot of people have issues with that. They're just not deciphering that you're watching. You're watching a TV series, which is, is a season it ranges anywhere from like 14 to 22 episodes, mm-hmm. uh, depending on, you know, who has it and what they're doing with it. Uh, and the budget isn't for one episode. The budget is for the whole season. Yeah. So if if your season has 22 episodes, like the last season of Gotham was 22 episodes. That's unheard of nowadays, by the mm-hmm. way. And so they had a budget and they had to take that budget and stretch it out through 22. I mean, that, a lot of the times that's what, what dictates who, what characters and how much they're in yeah. the storyline. There's a lot more that goes into making TV shows than a movie. Right. It's almost uh, TV shows are there's certain ways. It's almost more intricate mm-hmm. like you said with dividing up the budget between you know x amount of episodes and you have so much that you have to do and this and then you, know, you also have to you know factor in uh 
actor salary and this, mm-hmm. and they get paid per, you know, so how many episodes can you have that actor be in? Blah, 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 blah. That's why um, I'm going to use Gotham as an example uh, again. That's why a lot of the stuff that is utilized on Gotham, um, it's not big things. There's no, there's not a lot of uh, CGI. There's not a lot of stuff. There's a lot of practical placement, like uh, Mr. Freeze. Uh, he has like his whole get up this mm-hmm. season and has his freeze gun. And like there's a, there's a part in the season where uh, freeze is walking through and he puts his gun down. But before he does, he's kind of holding it in frame. Swear to God, I know the Nerf gun that they use. To do that. <laughs> and it's one of those things like I don't give a crap, but I can see like like somebody sitting there going the, the production value on this is just it's utter garbage because this is the uh, the Nerf headstorm. And I cannot believe they would use something like that on a TV show. But sometimes you have to like, like it looks good from far away. Just don't do the close-ups. Like that was <laughs> that was like a fucking a, a, a director no no. Like keep that out of the close-ups. With you know, it looks good from far away. Um, sometimes too, like with you know having those restraints. Sometimes you almost have to be more creative. Yeah, you have to figure out ways. Sometimes that could be more appealing to the eye, or or sometimes you have to have it more story-driven instead of action-driven. Yeah, which is nowadays i feel like is like a lost art mm-hmm. like everything is always go 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 now 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 big 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 and there isn't a lot of uh movies coming out where it's like actually uh severely story driven with uh maybe hints of action as like a uh transition especially with, especially with the comic book movie yeah right? well yeah of course marvel's always been guilty of it in in their comics being more uh action based and not very plot based mm-hmm. i mean you can look at all their big you know uh crossover deals like x-men versus avengers and uh, Civil War, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's not a lot of uh, non-action-based points in those deals. <laughs> well said, but yeah, no. Uh, I'm very interested to check out the next couple episodes. I might wait. Uh, maybe I'm. I'm like, should I wait? Maybe until the season's done and just binge the whole thing? Or mm, I don't know. Because I mean, we've, I'm becoming an impatient person when it comes to like weekly series. Like yeah. I'm so used to binging things, but sometimes it's good to have that break. Mm, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Let Maybe. us know if you want to review the rest of the Thank season. You. Yeah, you beat me. We can when the season's done, we can do a full uh, full season recap. Season recap. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of watching. A lot, a lot of, of watching. I mean, I can do it. I don't know how many episodes this. Uh, I should Google that. Goggle it. How many episodes is season one? I like to see what stuff pops up in uh, Google autofill. <laughs> twelve. It's gonna be twelve episodes. Oh, that's, so that's, that's not bad. No, I just binged twenty two episodes of Gotham in like two nights. So <laughs> you're like. Whoosh. Shit, that's nothing. <laughs> Another very compa- uh, captivating season, though, too. Um, I think that'll do it for this episode. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't hate it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you didn't hate it, too. Because well, I, I, I've been, for months and months, I've been trying to figure out, like, why you like The Walking Dead, but no other TV shows comic book I wise. haven't, uh, I actually surprisingly have not watched, I've watched one episode of the season of Walking okay, Dead. Okay, I'm not talking about, like, this season, yeah. but like, the past, like, kajillion seasons beforehand you've watched. I think uh, part of it is for me, because uh, Steph checked out, like, probably halfway through the last season. She just checked out. She was like, I'm done. Just Yeah. And part of it for me, like, I really enjoyed watching her reactions. Oh. And now, like, I watch it by myself, and it's just, I don't know if it's, <laughs> it's just not the same. I'm so rony. <laughs> so rony. And not to mention, like, the whole, like, Andrew Lincoln thing, him leaving. Like, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> it's, it's like a, it's like a That 70s Show thing. How do you keep the show going without the main character? Right. When Eric just, Foreman leaves, how are you going to keep it going? Yeah. Um, I get it. I do. I get it. But, uh, we'll see. It kind of it kind of lost traction about the same time that it lost its traction with me reading it. They killed Glenn, and then it was just like Pew. exact same thing for me. Like after that, I was like, eh, I really like. There's nothing. It's the same thing that happened with the comics, man. There's nothing gripping yeah. me now. Yeah. After that, I was just kind of like, I was almost numb. Well, yeah. What reason do you have like, to watch it? All, all right. these characters that you've 
you've grown to and love. They introduce new ones, but they don't. I don't know. I mean, it could be different. It's been a while since I've read The Walking Dead, but they don't take the at least in the, in the show. They don't take the time. You don't have the time to get to know them. Yeah. Like you did the other characters, because by this point, everything's so big and you just don't really fucking care. Yeah. There's so much going on that like and now you've almost been trained. Do I do I learn to care about this character or are they going to die? Yeah. So just like all the other ones. What's the point? <laughs> Which uh, is, oh, my God. If you really think about it, it's actually a severely well-written uh, plot because now you are actually part of the comic. It's true. Dun, dun, dun. Why be attached to these characters? They're just going to die. You Why are attached Rick. to Rick. Yeah. <laughs> well, well put. Um, I'm going back to read The Walking Dead. I just, I just, just hit a, a pivotal point <laughs> in my life. <laughs> be sure to check us out every week on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network and wherever podcasts are listened to. You can download that podcatching app, right? That's what it is. It's called a podcatching app. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting uh, nifty to the terms, and you can just whatever preferred way you'd like to listen to us. It'd be right there, and you can enjoy us. On the go or any place you like in the shower. In the shower. If that's what you like. If that's to what do. you do. <laughs> we also have a YouTube channel with trailer reactions and the sort on there. Things are kind of dead right now with trailers, but Yeah, there's nothing going on. You like should um, the, the the um two minute trailer for uh Rise of the Superman came out last mm-hmm. last week. I might do that this week, but like other than that, there's like if if you want to do something kind of weird and off the wall, uh you can look up the Captain Marvel weird trailer. <laughs> Okay. It's kind of goofy. It's kind of funny. <laughs> like, I watched uh, it this morning and I was like, this is funny. Is it from the same guys that did that? Infinity War one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, same God. Yeah. <laughs> they're really good. They are. They're, like their editing they're skills hilarious. are fucking top notch. Yeah. I'm, I'm super envious of their, their skills. I don't even know. Like I can't even begin to like figure out how they yeah. do it. Um, <clears throat> we also have t-shirts available. Oh, wait, hold on. Don't go any further. Uh, if you subscribe to our RSS feed or even our YouTube now, because the episodes are going up on our YouTube every week, uh, you will receive the episode a day early Ooh, nice little treat that's a little thing you're into being the first to hear things you can comment and say first but yeah yeah do that (laughs) i love comments by the way i get a kick out of any comments left it doesn't doesn't matter what you say but uh t public t public we have our shirts available and very stylish covers colors covers are colors colors are colors and you know christmas is coming up christmas is coming up so you could you can get some great gifts maybe a koozie we have koozies? I don't think they do. Oh, man. <laughs> I saw your eyes on it. I was like, oh, no, I made a mistake. <laughs> but there's coffee cups, though, and, and travel mugs and yes. stickers and, and hoodies and baseball tees. There's a lot of stuff, dude. All sorts of stuff. So check it out. Um, Get your favorite uh, Kapow Castier. Kapow Cast. I call it Kapow Cast swag. Oh, okay. I was thinking, like, I was trying to do it like Mouseketeers, but it really didn't work. <laughs> uh, and we also have our Patreon which uh, you can donate and get uh, some exclusive clips and tracks that are exciting. They are. They're enjoyable. They're entertaining. I I like them. I actually just sat down and uh, test drove one of the tracks to watch um, with Death of Superman. And uh, it's it's nice. It's pretty cool. Like just to kind of hear our commentary with the movie. I mean, don't expect anything like, you know, monumentally groundbreaking and behind the scenes. Just expect three guys just making fun of shit. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Or each other. So go over, make a donation over there. And once again, a big thank you to our current crop of donators. Angel Jody, Charlie Robbins, and Janelle Koslowski. We appreciate your ongoing support every month. It's greatly appreciated. And uh, and we're saving up for a toy. Yeah. <laughs> and before we uh, wrap it up, I just want to say a quick congratulations to the guys over at Three's Wise Men hitting their yeah. goal. 
And I have to pay him now, though. You do. <laughs> Fuckers. That's how they get you. That's how they get you, man. Episode two of Motor City Mo was on the way. I can't wait for us to talk and review it. Should be um, out like what? December? Something like that? I think, I think they said Let December, right? But uh, can't wait for that. And we'll have him back on for that. Until next time, I'm Mike. I am Toonie. And we'll see you next time on the Kapowcast. Cast. <laughs>